When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A daily dose of practical wit and wisdom with a professional educator and trainer, Amazon best-selling author, United States Marine, television and radio host, Paul G. Markle. Each episode will focus on positive and productive ways to strengthen your mindset and help you improve your relationships, career goals, and overall well-being. Please welcome your host, Paul G. Markle. Hello. Welcome back to Morning Mindset Podcast. Yes, I am your host, Paul Markle. And if you read this, if you read the, I'm sorry, if you read the title of today's episode, you probably filled in the blank yourself. How many times have you heard someone say, or you've said yourself, the road to hell is paved with good intentions or hell is full of good intentions. Now, who said that? According to the internet, It was St. Bernard of Clairvaux who said, hell is paved with good intentions. Or, uh, according to the internet, some people believe that John Ray said that, cited a proverb uh, in 1670 and said, hell is paved with good intentions. Or you could go back to the Bible or you go to Proverbs or Psalms or what have you, and there is some form or phrasing of that, essentially saying that the road to hell or the way to hell or the path to hell is good intentions. Let's talk about intentions today. Intentions in and of themselves are not necessarily bad. You know, we we come up with an idea or we realize that there's a problem, there's an issue in our lives or something that needs to be fixed or changed or repaired Or maybe there's a better way of doing something. And so we think about that. We realize it and we say, I'm going to make a change. We say to ourselves, our spouses, our bosses, our family members, what have you, let's make a change. Let's do something different or better or what have you. We have the intention of doing that. And we may even go into great detail about what our intentions are. But intentions are not acts, are they? Our intentions, excuse me, let me sip my coffee. (laughs) Mm. Intentions are not actions. Intentions are only words. Or, what's the most popular thing in our culture today? Feelings. Intentions are basically feelings. Well, I feel 
that this is wrong, or I feel that this needs to change, or I feel that there's a better way of doing X, Y, or Z. Okay, great. You feel that way. So what? See, intentions cost nothing. Intentions are easy. Intentions are cheap. Intentions are words, and words are cheap. Anyone can say, oh, that's a problem, and we really should do something about it. Okay. And what? Well, and that's when the rubber hits the road. Intentions without works are meaningless. Intentions without actions are meaningless. You know, if if you told your child, let's say you have a child who is in junior high or high school age or what have you, and and you're going to work or you're going out or what have you, you say, hey, before I get back home, I need you to take out the trash and do the dishes, or I need you to do whatever. You assign your child a task. You said, and it's not a you know most time it's really not hard, but uh, you assign them a task. And then you leave, expecting that the task will be completed. But you come home, and you find out, and you come downstairs, you go downstairs, and your kid is in front of the video game, the Fortnite, or the Xbox, or the whatever it is, right? And you're like, hey, did you did you get that done? Did you get the trash out? Did you get blank, blank? Oh, no, I was going to, I, I, I was, as soon as I finished this game, I was going to do it. But now, if your child says to you, as soon as... My plan was, my intention was, as soon as I get finished with this game, I'll do it. I'll get that done. Do you, as a parent, do you accept that as an excuse? Do you say, oh, okay, well, I know you didn't do what you're supposed to do, but according to your own words, you intended to do it, and that's good enough. Do we accept that? I hope not. I tell you what, if you're if you're a parent out there and you have a child and you're accepting uh, intentions as actions as the same thing, you're you're setting yourself up and your kid up for failure. How about work? Let's say you are at work and you are a worker, and your supervisor, your boss, your whatever comes and says, "Hey, uh, I need you to do this. I need to get this done. We need to get it done by the end of the day because blankety blank blank fill in the blank." Okay. And then at, uh, you know, quarter till five, your supervisor comes and finds you and they say, hey, did you did you get that finished? Is it all done? They expect that it's going to be because, you know, they told you to. And then you say, oh, man, I was really going to. But then I got busy and I went over here and I saw something else that I needed to do. And I just, you know, I was I really, really, really planned on doing that. I was going to, and I was going to do a really good job. And let me tell you what, how good that job was going to be. Does your boss or supervisor say, oh, oh, you you intended to, but you didn't, but you intended to. Well, okay, fine. I'll just tell the client, I'll just tell the customer that you intended to finish. You intended to do that, but but you didn't. So, And they'll be satisfied. They'll be like, oh, well, let me pay you anyway. Let me pay you for the product that wasn't delivered because you intended to deliver it. Now you're laughing. You're out there and you're like, that's no, Paul, that's not how that works where I am. And that's not how that works in my home 
we don't accept intentions uh, as a substitute for actions or work, then why do we allow other people to do it? Hmm? What do you mean? How often do we allow people to get away with not doing what is right, what they should, what they said they were going to do, just because their intentions were good? Hmm. Exactly. Exactly. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. It doesn't, that phrase doesn't say the road to hell is paved with good actions or good works or a job well done. No, it says good intentions. And what does that phraseology mean? It basically means that words are cheap. Anybody can say anything. It's actually the sweat of your brow. It's the labor of your back uh, that makes something happen, that means something. So stop allowing people to get away with good intentions. Intentions are not words. They're not actions. They're cheap. They're feelings, right? Anybody can have them. Anybody can say them. Anybody can say anything. It takes a man or a woman, a stand-up person, a mature person, to actually do it to get the job done. So don't, don't accept it from yourself and don't accept it from others. Like I said, intentions in and of themselves are not bad. The problem we encounter is that when people think that just by saying something, it's the same or the equivalent of getting the job done. And it's not. It's not at all. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining me today. I truly appreciate it. Share this uh, podcast with somebody that you feel could uh, benefit from it. Leave us a review if you'd like. I would appreciate that. I am your host, Paul Markle, and I will talk to you again real soon. Thank you for spending time with us today. To get show notes, submit a topic request, and for more from your host, Paul G. Markle, visit morningmindsetpodcast.com. That's morningmindsetpodcast.com. Please leave a review for this podcast on your favorite podcast player. We appreciate your time and effort, and we look forward to reading your honest feedback. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.